Blog Talk Radio. We're going to sing about the faithfulness of God. Are you ready to sing with us? We're going to sing about His faithfulness. It's such a faithful God. I've seen Him show up for me in unique ways. You know, that's why I, I'm quite reckless when I worship. I start doing anyhow, anyhow, anywhere beloved. Somebody say anywhere beloved. Are you ready to worship God with me like that? That is the kind of worship I want. To put your hands on the tree. that is so strong that only those that have their eyes fixed on Jesus will stand. And But it's necessary to happen. The shaking that's getting ready to take place is necessary because the Lord needs His bride to be focused. So keep your eyes focused. And I saw literally... Um, our feet being planted in firm foundation like you know concrete when it's settling and it's and it's wet and it dries and our feet are like solid in him and we were focused on him and I saw our eyes fixed on him 
And that's the posture he wants his church. Firm and grounded on him. Fixed on him. Not looking to the right or the left because what's getting ready to unfold and take place is beyond what we can think or imagine. And we have to be fixed on him. We have to be so just devoted and just focused on him which is why he's trying to address his bride and get you refocused that it's not about ministry it's not about all these other things it's about him and that's why he wants us to return to our first love which is him nothing else can get in the way so that's what I saw I'm not going to add more or take away that's exactly what I heard in my spirit so stay focused on him that's why he's redirecting us to be so caught up in his presence and seeking his faith because there's more that he's going to pour out for the end time because we are living in those times now presently so be encouraged uh, folks today's message is titled understanding the times and the sons of Issachar you know the sons of Issachar have been heavy on my heart lately. Um, for those of you that don't know who Issachar was, he was one of the sons uh, of Jacob, born to Leah. You can read about that in the book of Genesis, chapter 35, verse 23. Something very interesting was said about the sons of Issachar. We are told they had an understanding of the times. In fact, in the book of First Chronicles, chapter 12, verse 32, we read the following. Of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200, and all their brethren were at their command. If you're a student of Bible prophecy in the world today, you can clearly discern the times we are living in. But most of the church has no clue about the times and seasons that God has so clearly laid out for us in His Word. I want to bring to our attention... Uh, the rebuke Jesus gave to those around him who were not paying attention to the times during his first coming. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, verses 54 to 56, the Lord Jesus Christ says the following, And he said also to the people, When you see a cloud rise out of the west, straight away you say, you say there cometh a shower, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say there will be heat, and it cometh to pass. Ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it you do not discern this time? So we are told that the sons of Issachar had an understanding of the times, but the people did, did not discern the signs of the times during Jesus' first coming. The people, however, were without excuse to not understand and be watching because over 300 detailed prophecies had foretold that Christ was coming. The Old Testament provided a description of the circumstances around which the promised Messiah would be born, the bloodline he would come through, the events that would take place in his life, as well as his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus Christ fulfilled all of these in his first coming to the earth. It is worth noting that even their rejection of Christ was also prophesied. You can read about that in the book of Isaiah and the book of Psalms. The people could discern by looking at the sky if good or bad weather was coming. But they could not discern the promised coming of their Messiah to be watching and waiting for it. 
That also sounds similar in our world today, doesn't it? All of the signs Jesus told us to look for to signal his due return are staring us in the face. And yet the majority of the world could care less and have no clue about what is about to come upon this world. In the book of Luke chapter 21 verse 35, the Lord Jesus Christ says the following, For as a snare it shall come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Is there a connection between the sun of his and those of us around the world today that are watching for the Lord's return, recognize the season we are in and know that Jesus Christ is about to rapture his church. I would say absolutely. Again, we are told the sons of Issachar had an understanding of the times, which means they were aware of what time they were living in. We are told very clearly in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 that we, the children of light, will have an understanding of the times and we will see the day approaching. The Bible also tells us that, that that day should not catch us off guard like a thief in the night. Unfortunately, for the majority of the world, it will catch them off guard because they are not watching. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1 to 9, the Apostle Paul reports the following. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and fur and helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Which one of these two groups do you fall into? Are you like those of the world who blind themselves to the magnificent fulfillment of prophecy as it stares them in the face? Or are you like the sons of Issachar, who understood in advance what incredible times they lived in and watched in anticipation. If anyone is watching this that doesn't believe we are living in amazing times and in the season of the Lord's soon return, I implore you to be like the sons of Issachar. Be a Berean and do your due diligence to confirm for yourself what season we are living in. The Lord is coming and he is coming soon. The signs are undeniable and they're right in our face right here and right now. We have to occupy until the Lord comes. We need to tell people that Jesus Christ is the only way to the kingdom of heaven. And he's the only name that can save them. We need to tell them right here and right now to put their faith and their trust in the blood of Jesus right now. They need to believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins. He was buried and he rose again. He resurrected on the third day as it is written in the scriptures. And we need to tell them that now because tomorrow is not coming. And make no mistake about it, Jesus is coming. And he's coming one day, very, very, very soon. Keep looking up, keep watching with me, and God bless you all. You're up. All right, now I heard this over and over for how many days now? The first, uh, the first two, uh, I want to say, first two uh, comments here. Can you see the danger? Can you see the danger? The earth is quaking, and it will continue to do so until you recognize the truth. I am. A massive earthquake, unlike any other, is coming. Have you prepared? 
your enemies will take full advantage of this cataclysmic disaster and the chaos following it. Okay, so this is the scary part here. Yeah, it is. Okay, new weapons of destruction will be used to compound the damage. The land will be desolate and the land will be desolate, uninhabitable. Many will be forced underground to escape the follow, that word, follow. The rich men have already prepared for this. The poor men, like us, unsaid to say, the poor men will succumb. Call on me now. Pray for discernment, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. I will shorten the days. Remember, I am with you. Fear not. Well, about that. It sounds like while all this chaos is going to go on, there's going to be um, countries that are going to take advantage of it and they're going to try to move in. Yep, that's what it says. That's what it sounds like, which is instead of working problem, together. And I, I don't, I'm going to say, uh, you guys, now on my Facebook page, I did put uh, Nuclear Winter up there and Nuclear Follow. So if, if you're not on those pages, just uh, Google it and see what that is. Praise Yeshua. Hallelujah. Last night, he takes me in the spirit where the brighter light is. Spiritual right now. And I began to see a group of my brothers and sisters. Hundreds, maybe thousands of them. I would say thousands of them. Of every nation, Christians that are going home in the ranch of the pasture of the brighter Christ. They were in front of me. We're going like up this mountain. Okay? Because Jesus said to me, there was no, there's no more time left. He also has said to me, day prior to this, that we had nowhere to go. And we guard to. He showed me that if we are longer on this earth, we're going to see people changing into beasts. And show me uh, a little further from now, okay? I don't know how much time in the spirit, but no one knows the day and the hour. Shalom, Sister Luna. But he showed me that if we stay here longer, we will see people changing into beasts. Because them changing into beasts, it just further, a little bit further ahead. I don't know how, how many weeks or months it is. Okay? And so then it leaves me, but then it leaves me with more questions. That's, that's the thing with humans. You give them a piece and, and now comes more questions. Because he's telling me. He has shown me years ago that when we see Russia rise and, 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 be, and launch their missile against the United States, at that very moment when Russia began this World War III, launching their missile against the United States and other country, he takes us out quickly. He showed me. I'm standing with the Lord I'm in front of me. Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior. Beautiful and awesome as he is standing in front of me, looking to this, my brother and sister, from heaven down to the earth, the mystical coming and the bride being taken out. This is the clear message sign he's given me that I'm waiting for. So me seeing the rise of Russia now and hearing our president, our leader talking about uh, stopping President Putin, in other words, getting into a, uh, a nuclear war with Russia, which Jesus is giving me as a, as a sign, taking the bride out. So, you know, a few weeks ago, the Lord and the Father says to me, about a month and a half ago, 
that it was over. It's over for you, he said. And the Lord confirmed. Father said, the Lord confirmed. Witness are two. And the witness are two of matters is established. That's it. It's established. It's over for us. Taking us out of here. Awesome. Great. And so we're seeing the signs clear, my brother and sister. So in this vision last night, when he takes me out in the spirit, I'm seeing the bride of Christ in front of me. Those that are repenting daily, that are seeking him, and I can see them, they're ready to come home with the Father, with the Lord home to the Father, to the wedding celebration. And I began to see brothers and sisters from here, the Lord Tower, that I could recognize. And I'm, I'm imagine how excited I am that I will have here brothers and sisters of my family in the Lord Tower coming home with me in the rash of departure. That's exciting. Because we'll get to go to the Lord Tower Park up in heaven and sit down and talk about these amazing things of God. It's exciting, my brother and sister. But the Lord wanted to show me, okay, that for us, the bride, there's nothing further we can go. Okay? And when I'm up in the mountain, I see him, the bride of Christ, where everyone is up in the mountain now. And the mountain is so deep below, we cannot go further from where we are. Now I'm like, wow, what does it mean to go all the way up to the mountain? It's the question. Well, Matthew 17 helps make this more clear to us when you go up the mountain. Because the Bible says in Matthew 17 that after six days, Jesus took Peter, Jamie and John, his brother, and brought him up to the high mountain of heart. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. There is nothing hidden. There is nothing new under the sun. My brother, nothing, there's nothing hidden that will not come out to light. There's nothing new under the sun. This is another repetition of what's going to happen to us here. This Jesus, he's the greatest sample. He's the first, he's the firstborn out of the dead. He is the furthest sample of being changed and transformed into the glorified body. So in order for us to understand what's happening with us, our body being changed into a glorified body, we see first see it in Jesus. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Okay? So Jesus bringing us these three specific disciples. And, and it's always prophetic. And if you look up, if you look up the, 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 the Bible, the history of these three men, they talked about rapture the passion more than anyone, my brother and sisters. Peter, we know his writing. James, we know. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters. Shalom, 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 sister Regina. Hallelujah. Always faithful, Sister Regina, here in the Lord's hour. May God bless you. May God bless everyone who's listening in the Lord's hour, in the air, the um, everywhere in the archives, more later, on the cell phones. May God bless you. May God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. We're getting closer every day. Praise the Lord. Oh, God is good. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're going home. Praise your name, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. I think it sounds good, clear. Great. Thank you. Sister Lisa, Brother Elby, may God bless you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Great message today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Getting things ready here. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus. All the honor and the glory to you, Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, you're welcome here, Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus and Holy Spirit of God. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. Fire and power all over this place. Hallelujah. Oh, Holy Spirit of God, take charge of my protection, my family, everyone who's listening, every listener, protect them. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God, cover us with your holy and mighty blood, Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, I bind every evil spirit. From north, south, east, west, up and down, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. And I break their powers by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. And I send them all to the pit of hell in Jesus' name. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power all over this place. All over this place. Come down with fire and power all over this place. Hallelujah. Burn them up. Burn them up. Burn them up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Heavenly Father, I repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of a sin, my Lord, that I have committed against you since the day that I was born until now in the last second, hallelujah, of the rapture, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Cleanse us, Lord Jesus. Purify us, Lord. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus Christ has power. Hallelujah. The name, hallelujah, of Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. It's power. And the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. It's powerful. Demons tremble. When they hear the name of Yeshua HaMashiach, Jesus, hallelujah, his name in Hebrew, Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah. They tremble because they know that there's power in his name and that there is power in the blood of Jesus. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. So the Lord, hallelujah, has instructed me that we have to go through repentance. We have to repent, and we have to repent, and we got to do this almost every day, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. A true repentance. Hallelujah. A true repentance. Repent therefore, hallelujah, and turn back that your sins may be blotted out. Father God, I pray, Father God, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah, that you will touch your people tonight. You will touch your people tonight. Ministry to your people tonight. This is all about you, Jesus Christ. This is all about you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Yeshua HaMashiach. And hallelujah, Holy Spirit of God. Instruct your people tonight. Hallelujah. 
All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus. Use me, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I'm just your servant, Lord Jesus. I'm your vessel. Use me as you please, my Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, God is good. God is good. Hallelujah. And he wants preparation of the bride. Hallelujah. He wants repentance. 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 Hallelujah. Out of being prepared. Preparedness. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. The word of the Lord came to me, Jeremiah 1, 13, 19. Every word, Lord, that comes out of my mouth, Lord Jesus, want this to be right, my Lord. I pray, my Lord. Hallelujah. That you, Lord Jesus, that you will use me, Lord. Hallelujah. To speak to your people tonight, my Lord. Holy Spirit of God, you are in control. Hallelujah. You take charge, Holy Spirit of God. You take charge. You are in control. Ministry to your people tonight. Ministry to your people tonight. Holy Spirit of God. And bring souls. Hallelujah. To Yeshua HaMashiach. Bring souls to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, because I'm already feeling you. Thank you. You're here. I thank you so much. I thank you, Father God. I thank you for sending archangels to fight on my behalf. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Jeremiah 1, 13, 19. The word of the Lord came to me a second time, saying, what do you see? Hallelujah. And I said, I see a boiling pot. Hallelujah. Facing away from the north. Then the Lord said to me, out of the north, listen, out of the north, listen, church, out of the north, disaster should be let loose upon all the inhabitants of the land. For behold, I am calling all the tribes of the kingdom of the north, declares the Lord. And they shall come, and every one shall set his throne at the entrance of the gate of Jerusalem, against all that is walls all around, and against all the cities of Judah. And I will declare my judgment against them for all their evil in forsaking me. They have made offerings to other gods and worship the works of their own hands. But you dress yourself for work. Arise, hallelujah, say to them everything that I command you. Do not be dismayed by them, lest I dismay you before them. And I behold, I make you this day a four-fortified city and an iron pillar and bronze walls against the whole land, against the kings of Judah. It is official, it is priest. And the people of the land, verse 19, they will fight against you, but they shall not prevail against you. For I am with you, declares the Lord, to deliver you. Hallelujah! Praise the living God. 
Jeremiah 2, 3, Israel forsakes the Lord. The word of the Lord came to me saying, go and proclaim in the hearing of Jerusalem, thus says the Lord. I remember the devotion of your youth. Your love is a bride. How do you follow me in the wilderness, in a land not sown? Israel was holy to the Lord, that first fruit of his harvest. All who ate of it incurred guilt. Disaster came upon them, declares the Lord. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 17, verse 7, 8. Blesses the men who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. He's like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes, for its leaves remain green, and it is not anxious in the year of drought, for, for it does not cease to bear fruit. And here it is. Repentance. Repent therefore and turn back that your sins may be blotted out. The Lord is not as slow to fulfill his promise as some count as loneliness because he will come and the Lord gave me a dream and I, I will address that later. But it's patient towards you, not wishing that any shall perish, but that all shall reach repentance. I thank you, Father God, for Jesus. I thank you, Father God, hallelujah, for Yeshua HaMashiach. I thank you, Father God, for Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit of God, thank you so much. Matthew four seventeen. from that time, Jesus began to preach, saying, repent. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Praise the living God. And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Our hallelujah, our good, our loving Jesus Christ, who gave his life for you and me, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, and thank you, Holy Spirit of God. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven, and then I will, hallelujah, will forgive their sins and heal their land. Praise the living God. Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, Matthew 3, verse 8. Hallelujah. The Lord wants us to do. That's what the Lord, hallelujah, wants us to do. A true repentance, a sincere repentance. No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Have to repent. We should not be embarrassed to repent. Why should we be embarrassed when we sin every day? Hallelujah. God gave his life for us. And there is authority in the name, hallelujah, of Jesus Christ. There is power in the name of Jesus Christ. There is power, hallelujah, in his blood that he shed at that cross. For you and me, we should not be embarrassed. Hallelujah. We should be embarrassed of our sin, but we should never be embarrassed of repentance. Never. Because the Lord wants us to do this, and the Lord let us know this in his word. No, I tell you, says the word of God in Luke 13, verse 3. 
There's so many biblical verses about repentance and we should follow. We should do it. No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. May the Lord have mercy. Jesus. Hallelujah. He is so good to us. He has been giving us a lot, a lot of time. Hallelujah. Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper, says the word of God in Proverbs 28, verse 13. But he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Hallelujah. So what does the word of God tell us? Whoever conceals his transgressions will not prosper. If you're hiding your sin, you will not prosper. If you're not letting your sin know to the Lord Jesus so you can be forgiven because only Jesus Christ can forgive you because he gave his life for you. Hallelujah. If you're not doing that, the word of God says, will not prosper. But he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. And that is why we have to repent. So we, hallelujah, we can obtain mercy. And only through Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, through his powerful name, we will obtain mercy. We will obtain salvation. Erase all of our sins away with his mighty and holy blood because, hallelujah, he died for you and me. He shed that blood for you and me. That is why, hallelujah, that we have to go through Jesus to obtain mercy. To obtain salvation. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. I have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance, says the word of God in Luke 5, verse 32. Praise the living God. And saying the time is fulfilled, the time is fulfilled, Mark 1, 15. And the kingdom of God is at hand. The time is fulfilled. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Hallelujah. Repent, says the Lord, and believe in the gospel. Should not be ashamed. You should not be ashamed of the gospel because, hallelujah, there's authority. Because there's so much bless. Because there is salvation through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Matthew 3 verse 2. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming back. 
and we're seeing the signs. Little by little, we have seen rivers turning into, into red blood. We have seen earthquakes everywhere. We have seen horrible disasters, uh, uh, hurricanes, climate change, corruption everywhere. The whole world is corrupted. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In the 50s, America was different, prosperous. America valued family. They, they value Christianity. Christianity back then will not make a mockery. It was rare to see that. They had love and dedication to the country. But today, America values are transgenders, more homosexuality, more changing to genders, and all that nonsense. Their children and telling them that it's okay. And schools promoting all this garbage. And this media promoting more garbage. America promoting multiple religious Christianity is being looked away and they want to disappear. Christianity, people are turning from God, giving their backs to God, mocking God and following their own desires. They want to do whatever they want to do. We have to turn back to God and obey because all this corruption that has followed in America has been accepted by the Americans and many people around the world as well. God will pour his wrath and judgment. Hallelujah. We have to obey. And we have to go back and turn back to God. We got to seek Jesus. We have to seek God, hallelujah, when he can still be found. Praise the living God. I heard an audible, audible voice when I was laying down in my bed. And the words were, they were, the, 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 God told me this. He said it in an audible voice. I heard it very well to me in Spanish, but I will translate it in English. He said, He aquí ha llegado mi venida. He aquí vengo pronto, which means here my coming has come. Here my coming has come. Behold, I come soon. Praise your name, Jesus. I was asking the Lord I was saying Lord please Show me please let me Know Let me know Jesus The things that are going I was praying for something else I was praying please show me Show me Things That are going to be before the wrath Please show me something can you show me what is going to happen before the rapture? I was looking for signs for 
just to find out, to see how close we're getting. Or give me a dream about what is going to happen. Give me a confirmation, Lord, because I was watching some YouTube videos. 5, 10 in the morning. Here my coming has come. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Behold, I come soon. We have to keep on watch because nobody knows the date and the hour. But we're seeing the season. We're seeing the signs. We're seeing things that are happening. We're seeing, right, Russia was speaking to the North Korean president. Everything is moving fast. Everything is going fast, my brothers and sisters. Yeah, look, we're already in September. We are already in September. Everything is going fast. So what do we need to do is keep our lambs with oil and wait for the groom because the groom, hallelujah, is about to come and take us home. Praise the living God. Praise the name Jesus. Matthew 3, verse 8, bear fruit in keeping with repentance. The time, the time, excuse me, the times of ignorance got overlooked, but now he commands all people everywhere to repent. Acts 17, 30. 1 John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And just to forgive us our sins, all of us. And to cleanse us from all our righteousness. That's what I let the Lord know. Cleanse me, Lord Jesus, from all unrighteousness, my Lord. Give me clean, Jesus. I repent, my Lord. Forgive me, Lord. I repent, Jesus. Since the day that I was born until now. And the last second of the rapture in Jesus Christ's name, I pray, Holy Father God, and forgive me, Lord. But it has to be a true repentance, a sincere repentance. Hallelujah. If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us. Hallelujah. Jesus died at the cross for you and me. And he's faithful. He was faithful, he's faithful, and he's always going to be faithful. He's the only one who's good. He's the only one who's, who's good and that cares for you. And so that's why we have to go to him and ask for the forgiveness of our sins and to cleanse us, and he will cleanse us. From all unrighteousness, praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus. No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. See, that's why I said it's important to repent. We don't want to perish. In a sincere repentance, and we will not perish. We will not perish. There are really major events that are going to come. We have to be ready. We have to be right with God. And 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 if if you're if we're sitting because I'm including myself, 
if we're sitting. May God have mercy. We have to repent and we have to walk away and turn away from sin. So God, hallelujah, all this happens, whatever events will come. Hallelujah, God will protect us because we stay right with God, okay? We are, we are going to obey God. And I'm speaking, all of us, all of us together, we have to be in true, sincere repentance. Hallelujah. And we have to stay away and turn away, turn away from sin. Otherwise, we will all likewise perish and may the Lord have mercy. Obedience and a sincere repentance. Whoever conceals his transgressions, remember the verse, Proverbs 28, verse 13, will not prosper, but he who confesses and forsakes them will obtain mercy. Hallelujah. Time is fulfilled, March 1, 15. And the kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe in the gospel. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Or do you presume on the riches of his kindness and forbearance and patience, not knowing that God's kindness is meant to lead you to repentance? Romans 2, 4. Those who I love, I, re- I reprove and discipline, says the word of God. So be jealous and repent. Be zealous, excuse me. Zealous. Let me see how you pronounce this because I don't want to say something wrong. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise Praise your name, Jesus. I'm reading Revelations 3.19. Oh, God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Sellers. Those who I love, I reprove and discipline, so be sellers and repent. Revelation 3, verse 19. When they heard these things, they fell silent. Acts eleven eighteen, and they glorified God, saying, "Then to the Gentiles also God has granted repentance that leads to life. The repentance leads you to life. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Luke fifteen seven. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner." You see how good is God? Who repents over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. God cares. And he loves us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do, and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent, Revelation 2, verse 5. This is serious. This is serious. It's serious. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Revelations 2, verse 5. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen, repent and do the works you did at first. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. This is a powerful message. Hallelujah. It's not an easy message to give, but out of obedience, hallelujah, we have to tell the people of God. For godly grief produces a repentance that leads to salvation without regret, whereas worldly grief produces death. Second Corinthians 7.10, God exalted him at his hand as leader and savior to give repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins, Acts 5.31. Just so I tell you, there is joy before the angels of God over one sinner who repents. Luke 15, verse 10, Matthew 9.13, go and learn. What this means, I desire mercy and not sacrifice, for I came not to call the righteous but sinners. Second Timothy 2.25, correcting his opponents with uh, gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth. Repentance leads you to the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. 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 It is important to read the word of God. The word of God is truth. And there's so much hallelujah knowledge because God is speak to his word. Isaiah 30 verse 15, for that says the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest you shall be saved, in quietness and in trust shall be your strength, but you were unwilling. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And rent your hearts and not your garments, return to the Lord your God. For he is gracious and merciful, as low to anger and abounding in his steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Joel 2, verse 13. For I have no pleasure in the death of anyone, declares the Lord God, so turn and live. Ezekiel 18, verse 32. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, Second Chronicles 30, verse 9. For if you return to the Lord, your brothers and your children will find compassion with their captors and return to this land. For the Lord, your God, is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. So turn to the Lord Jesus. Turn back to the Lord Jesus, hallelujah. 
because for uh, for the Lord your God is gracious and merciful, because it is gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you if you return to him. God is calling you to come back to him. Don't turn his, your back anymore and come back and return your yourself to Jesus again. Come back to the Lord. Don't turn away from the Lord. Instead, return back to the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. And the word of God says that he'll be gracious and merciful and will not turn away his face from you. Hallelujah. The word of God, it is the word of the of God. Hallelujah. Second Chronicles 30, verse 9. And now Acts 20, 21, testifying both to Jews and Greeks of repentance towards God and of faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. Pay attention to yourself if your brothers, if your brothers sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. And if he sins against you seven times in the day, hallelujah, and turns to you seven times saying, I repent. You must forgive him. Luke 17, 3 through 4. Zechariah 1, 3, therefore say to them, Thus declare the Lord of hosts, return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. Return to God. That's what God is letting you know through his word. This is the word of God, Zechariah 1, 3. I'm not saying this. I'm reading the word of God. Zechariah 1, 3, therefore say to them, thus declares the Lord host, return to me, says the Lord of hosts, and I will return to you, says the Lord of hosts. So turn, turn, hallelujah, to Jesus, return to Jesus Christ, return, hallelujah, come back to the Lord, he's calling you. He's calling you. He's giving you, hallelujah, his last call. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. James 4, verse 8. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded, says the word of God in James 4, 8. Acts 26, 20. But declare first to those in, the, in Damascus, then in Jerusalem, and throughout all the region of Judea, and also the Gentiles, that they should repent and turn to God, performing deeds in keeping with their repentance. God, hallelujah, let me know to read the word of God and just bring it like this. Hallelujah, and read it. It's Ezekiel eighteen twenty one twenty three. But if I but if a wicked person turns away from all his sins that he has committed and keeps all my statutes and that's what is just and right, he shall surely leave. He shall not die. None of the transgressions that he has committed shall be remembered against him. For the righteousness that he has done, he shall leave. Have I have I any pleasure? In the death of the wicked, declares the Lord God, and not rather that he should turn from his way and leave. Second Corinthians 7, 9. As it is, I rejoice not because you were grieved, but because you were grieved into repenting, for you felt a godly grief so that 
you suffer no loss through us. And then Luke 24, 47, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins shall be proclaimed in his name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. Remember then what you receive and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. Uh-oh. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what hour I will come against you. Revelation 3, verse 3. We have to be awake. Church, wake up. We have to be up. Wake up. We always got to be up. Remember then, Revelation 3, 3. What you receive and heard, keep it and repent. What you have received and heard, the word of God, the the Lord's hour, always bringing lots of messages for the people of God. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief. And you will not know at what hour I will come against you. This is a warning. We should be at all times awake and waiting for the Lord. Hallelujah. Pay attention, says the word of God in Luke 17, verse 3. Pay attention to yourself. If your brother sins, rebuke him. And if he repents, forgive him. Because of your heart, because of your heart and hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Because of your heart and impenitent, impenitent uh, heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. Romans 2, verse 5. Mark 1, 4. John appeared, baptizing in the wilderness and proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. Proverbs one twenty three. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart. Oh God, you will not despise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. So being prepared. We have to be prepared. Like if Jesus will be coming, like if Jesus will come tonight or today, we always got to be prepared every day because we don't know the day to the hour. Matthew 24, 44. Therefore, you also must be ready for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. First Peter 3, verse 15. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord is holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason. For the hope that is in you, yet do it with gentleness and respect, 
First Corinthians 16, 16, verse 13. Be watchful and stand firm in the faith. Act like men. Be strong. Go to the end, O slugger. Consider her ways and be wise. Without having any chief officer or ruler, she prepares her bread in summer and gathers her food in harvests. That's how the Lord wants us to be. Our working in end. Proverbs 6, 6, 8. And prepare. Hallelujah. Hebrews 11, 7. By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning events as yet unseen, in reverent fear, constructed an ark for the saving of his household, by this he con- he condemned the world and became unheard of the righteousness that comes by faith. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. Matthew 26, verse 13. The prudent sees danger and hides himself, but the simple go on and suffer for it. Proverbs 22, verse 3. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm reading the word of God. I'm reading the word of God. I'm having hallelujah, Jesus. Jesus to speak. I'm reading the word of God. Hallelujah. Romans 13, 11, verse 14. Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone. The day is at hand. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put, in, and put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime. Not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in, in, in quarreling and, and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. Make no provision for the flesh. Don't satisfy the flesh. This is not time for being satisfying the flesh. Uh-uh. To gratify his desires. It's dangerous right now to satisfy the flesh. You satisfy the spirit. You get more. Hallelujah. Pray for more faith. And to get stronger. Hallelujah. Stronger with the spirit. Hallelujah. Fasting. Praying. Obeying. Obeying God, hallelujah. First John two twenty eight, and now little children abide in Him, so that when He appears, we have we may have confidence and not shrink from Him in shame at His coming. Hallelujah. Let's not be caught in sin and be shameful. And doing things wrong or giving provision to the flesh, satisfying 
the flesh desires. Because then on his coming, we will be ashamed. So repent now, hallelujah, because the kingdom of God is at hand. And turn back to Jesus because he loves you and he cares. Matthew 25, 1 through 46. Then the kingdom of heaven would be like the ten virgins who took their lambs and went to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. For when the foolish took their lambs, they took no oil with them. But the wise flask, uh, fl- flags of oil with their lambs. As the bridegroom was delayed, they all became Drowsy and slap. He can be called drowsy and sleeping because the bridegroom is coming. We, hallelujah, should be, should be wise. Like the ten virgins. The five versions, remember, five of them were foolish, and five of them were wise. So there were five foolish, and five were wise. So we have to be wise. We can't be foolish. Amen? Because Jesus is coming back. The groom is coming. The groom is coming. He's coming. Hallelujah. Here my coming has come. Hallelujah. That's what I heard. That's what I heard. Behold, I come soon. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Therefore, stay awake. You do not know on what day your Lord is coming. Matthew 24, 42. I have said these things to you that in me you may have peace. John 16, 33. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart. I have overcome the world. So if you're going through tough times, if you're going through difficult times, Take heart, because the Lord Jesus, he overcame the world. He went through the same thing, just like us. But he continued to be faithful to the hallelujah, our Father God. And he was very obedient. Father God was very content with Jesus, and we should do the same thing. Hallelujah. We should follow Jesus' footsteps. We should follow him. And everything that what he did, what he did, because hallelujah is the way and the truth, because he's the door to heaven. That's why we have to follow Jesus. 
and we have to stay right. Hallelujah. With Jesus. Amen. Waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Titus 2, 13. For we are, we are his workmanship, cheap. Ephesians 2, 10. Created in Christ Jesus for good works. With God, which God prepared beforehand that we shall walk in them. But I stay awake at all times, Luke 20, 21, 36. I stay awake at all times, praying that you may have a strength to escape all these things that are going to take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Hallelujah. In a moment in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised imperishable, and we shall be changed. Hallelujah! So we have to stay, stay awake at all times. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me, says the word of God in Psalms 23, verse 4. And then I can do, we can do all things through him who has strengthened us. Philippians 4, verse 13. Beloved, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirits to see whether they are from God. For many false prophets have gone out into the world. 1 John 4, 1. <laughs> Got to be careful. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we have to trust and trust Jesus, amen? Luke 13, verse 3. No, I tell you, but unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. And the Lord is letting us know. Again, in Luke 13, verse 3, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Matthew 5, verse 8. And now why? Do you wait? Rise and be baptized and wash away your sins, calling on his name. Acts 22, 16, Jeremiah 1, 5. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I, I consecrated you. Hallelujah. I, I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah 1, verse 5. Amos 4, 12. Therefore, thus I will do to you, O Israel, because I will do... This to you, prepare to meet your God, O Israel. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We got to be prepared and preparedness. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Galatians 3, 4, Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one may boast. John 5, 24, truly, truly, I say to you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life. He does not come into judgment, but has passed from death to life. Proverbs 21, verse 20, precious treasure and oil are in a wise man's dwelling. But a foolish man devours it. Colossians 1.13, he has delivered us from the, the domain of darkness 
and transfer us to the kingdom of his beloved son. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Proverbs 27, verse 12. The prudent sees danger and hides himself from the simple. Go on and suffer for it. Hallelujah. Let's, let's hallelujah be prudent. Oh, John 8, verse 32. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Read the Holy the Holy Bible, and it will set you free. Read the Word of God. Read the Holy Bible, and it will set you free. Praise your name, Jesus. Luke 6, 29, to one who strikes you on the cheek, as for the other also, and from one who takes away your clothes, do not withhold your tunic either. Matthew 7, 23, and then will I declare to them, I never knew you depart from me, you workers of loveliness. May the Lord have mercy. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Psalms 1, 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. Hallelujah. And on his law, he meditates day and night. First John 2, 2, he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for our only, but also for the sins of the, of the whole world. First Peter 2, 2, like newborn infants long for the pure spiritual milk, that by it you may grow up into salvation. Praise, hallelujah, the name of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. First Thessalonians 2.13, and we also thank God constantly for this, that when you receive the word of God, which you heard from us, you accept it not as the word of man, but as what, what it really is, the word of God, which is, a, which is at work in you believers Hallelujah, hallelujah, praise your name, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for all your biblical verses. Thank you for your the word of God. Hallelujah, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. I'm writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. First John 2, 12. Second Peter one twenty one, for no prophecy was ever produced by the will of men, but men spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you. We have to be prepared. We gotta be prepared and preparedness. Hallelujah. God wants his bride, hallelujah. He's preparing his bride, and he wants, hallelujah, his bride with a sincere repentance. Hallelujah. Blesses the men who trust in the Lord, whose trust is the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when he comes, for its leaves remain green and it is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear 
true. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So, my brothers and sisters, we have to be rapture ready at all times. At all times. And obedience. Obeying God. Hallelujah. If you love me, says the word of God, John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, you will keep my commandments. First Peter one fourteen. As obedient children, do not be confirmed to the passions of your former ignorance. Acts five twenty nine. But Peter and the apostle answer, we must obey God rather than men. Praise the living God. That's right. First John five three. For this, for this is the love of God that we keep His commandments. And his commandments are not burdensome. Isaiah 119, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 646, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I tell you? Exodus 2322, but if you carefully obey his voice and do all that I say, then I will be an enemy to your enemies and an adversary to your adversaries. Hallelujah. Praise God. I'm letting hallelujah God speak. I'm reading the word of God. Hallelujah. Psalms 119.30. I have chosen the way of faith. I set your rules before me. Thank you, Jesus. Luke 11.28. But he said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. John fourteen thirty one. But I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. Rise, let us go from here. Thank you, Jesus. John fourteen twenty three. Jesus answered him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Yes, Lord. And my Father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. Praise the living God. And wouldn't that be, that's, that's beautiful. That is beautiful, right? That's why we have to obey Jesus. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 7, 23. But this command I gave them, obey my voice. And I will be your God. And you shall be my people. And walk in all the way that I command you that it may be well with you. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Romans 5, verse 19. For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners. So by the one man's obedience, the many will be made righteous. John 8, 51. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see that. Wow. You see how how important, how important it is to keep his word. Keep the word of God. It is so important. Let's read this again. John 8, 51. Truly, truly, I say to you, if anyone keeps my word, he will never see death. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Second Kings 18.6, for he hold fast to the Lord. He did not depart from following him, 
but kept the commandments that the Lord commands Moses. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. First John three twenty four. Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God, in God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us, spirit whom he has given us. Praise the name of the Lord. Psalms 119.60. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Jesus is helping me here with English. Thank you, Lord. I hasten and do not delay to keep your commandments. Psalms 119.60. Exodus 19.5. Now, therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasure possession among all, all peoples, for all the earth is mine. Yes, Lord, it is all yours. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeshua Mashiach. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Father God, for Jesus Christ. James 1, 22, 25. But be doors of the word and not hear it. He, here it is, only deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer, hearer of the word and not a door, he is like a man who looks Intense, intently at his natural face in a mirror, for he looks at himself and goes away and at once forgets what he was like. The one who looks into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and perseveres being no hearer, who forgets but a door, who acts, he will be blessed. And he's doing. See why it is important to read the word God? This is, wow. I'm reading the word God and I'm like, wow, this is beautiful. Psalms 112.1. Praise the Lord. Blesses the man who fears the Lord. Who greatly delights in his commandments. Hallelujah. John 14.21. Whoever has my commandments and keeps them. He, he it is who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father. Wow, this is big. And I will love him and manifest myself to him. Isn't this wonderful? This is beautiful. Psalms 143.10, teach me to do your will, for you are my God. Let your good spirit lead me on level ground. Philippians 2, 8, and being found in human form, to humble himself by becoming obedient to the point of death. Coming obedient to the point of death. Even death on a cross. Wow. Philippians 2, verse 8, and being found in human form, to humble himself, by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. 
We got so much to learn from Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much, my Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus, so much. If it weren't for you, my Lord, oh, boy, we would have been in big trouble. We would have made it. If it weren't for Jesus Christ, if it weren't for Jesus Christ, and brothers and sisters, we all would have, would have been in hell. So praise the living God. Praise your name, Jesus. Oh, because he gave his life for you and me so we can be with him for eternity in heaven. What an awesome God we got. Hallelujah. A good God. Hallelujah. Cares. Hallelujah. James one twenty two, But be doers of the word. And I hear it's only the speaking yourself. John 15.14. You are my friends if you do what I command you. Wow. We become Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Friends. If we do what he commands us to do. Yes, Lord. We should pray. We should say, yes, Lord, please. Hallelujah. I would like to obey you, my Lord. I want to obey you, my Lord. See, you are my friends if you do what I command. Lord, hallelujah. Pray it and pray it and say, Lord, I want to obey you. Here I am, Lord. Help me to obey you. Help me. Because he's the one and he's the only one who can help us. Hallelujah, our beautiful Holy Spirit of God. Thank you so much. Hebrews 5, 9. And being made perfect, he became a source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey your leaders and submit to them. For they are keeping watch over your souls as those who will have to give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with groaning, for that will be of no advantage to you. Romans 6, 16. Do you not know that if you present yourself to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one who you obey, either of sin which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. So let's be wise. Hallelujah. And obey Jesus. Obey Jesus. Hallelujah, because he will lead us to righteousness. He will lead us to life, but no death. Fools. And obey sin. You will become slaves of your sin if you obey sin. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And Samuel said, First Samuel fifteen twenty two. Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice 
and to listen then and to listen then the fat of rums. So it is better to obey, better than sacrifices. So let's obey God, John fifteen ten. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide and abide in His love. Psalms one nineteen forty four. I will keep your law continually, forever and ever. Titus three one. Hallelujah. Remind them to be submissive to rulers and authorities, to be obedient, to be to be ready for every good work. Acts 5.32, hallelujah. And we are witnesses to these things. And so is the Holy Spirit whom God has given to those who obey them. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So my brothers and sisters, hallelujah. That's what the Lord wants. Hallelujah. The Lord, the Lord wants us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. To be, to have a sincere repentance, a true repentance. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord, hallelujah, wants us to be Prepare. He wants us to be prepared. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Lord wants us to preparedness. He wants us to be prepared. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And he wants us to obey him. So let's pray, my brothers and sisters. I just read the word of God, and that's what the Lord wanted me to do tonight. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching your people tonight. Thank you for giving your word, your beautiful word, Lord Jesus, to everyone who was listening tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you so much. For the love that you have towards us and for giving, hallelujah, your life for us so we can be with you in heaven for eternity because you do love us, Lord, and because you do care. We have a good God, hallelujah. We do have a good and awesome God and a powerful God, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless us tonight and help us to obey you. Help us to be prepared. Help us, Lord Jesus, to come into repentance. Hallelujah. Help us, Holy Spirit, to come into repentance. Hallelujah. And to have a sincere repentance. Hallelujah. A sincere heart. And to be faithful to Jesus. And to stay right with God. And to, hallelujah, return back. Hallelujah. To Jesus Christ. He was letting us know that he will not leave us. He will not turn away from us. He will actually move, hallelujah. He will be with us, and he will receive us. 
and he will forgive us from all type and kind of a sin. And he will lead us into righteousness. Hallelujah. He will cleanse us from all sins. He will forgive us because Jesus Christ is the only one, hallelujah, who can forgive you because he gave his life for you and me so we could be with him in paradise and heaven for eternity. Give your life to Jesus tonight and say, I repent, Lord Jesus. I repent from all type and kind of a sin that I have committed against you. Please forgive me and write my name in the book of life. Have mercy of me. Cleanse me. Watch my sins away. I receive you, Jesus Christ, in my heart. I believe in you. I believe that you are the Son of God. And I thank you for dying for me at the cross. And thank you for being good. Thank you for caring. Thank you for, hallelujah, saving me. You're letting him know that. Because Jesus is the door to heaven. Through him, we're saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Holy Spirit. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus. Hallelujah. May God bless you, my brothers and sisters. And keep and keep looking up because the king, hallelujah, the king is coming back. Here my coming has come. He aquí ha llegado mi venida. Behold, I come soon. Eh, aquí, vengo pronto. Oh, praise your name, Jesus. And we're waiting for you, my Lord. Thank you, Lord. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Father God, and thank you, Holy Spirit. To you be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Until next time. And stay, hallelujah, rapture ready. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Shalom, shalom. to come. You, you have to share. She's so beautiful. Okay. So as we were in prayer, um, as I was meeting by my husband, what came to me is that as he was addressing the church, all I heard in my spirit is that there is a shakening that's going to happen in the church that is so strong, and this is for the body at large, that is so strong that only those that have their eyes fixed on Jesus will stand. And But it's necessary to happen. 
the shaking that's getting ready to take place is necessary because the Lord needs his bride to be focused. So keep your eyes focused. And I saw literally um, our feet being planted in firm foundation, like, you know, concrete, when it's settling and and it's wet and it dries and our feet are like solid in him. And we were focused on him and I saw our eyes fixed on him. And that's the posture he wants his church, firm and grounded on him fixed on him, not looking to the right or the left, because what's getting ready to unfold and take place is beyond what we can think or imagine, and we have to be fixed on him, we have to be so just devoted and just focused on him, which is why he's trying to address his bride and get you refocused, that is not about ministry, it's not about all these other things, it's about him. And that's why he wants us to return to our first love, which is him. Nothing else can get in the way. So that's what I saw. I'm not going to add more or take away. That's exactly what I heard in my spirit. So stay focused on him. That's why he's redirecting us to be so caught up in his presence and seeking his faith. Because there's more that he's going to pour out for the end time because we are living in those times now, presently. So be encouraged. Uh, Folks, today's message is titled, Understanding the Times and the Sons of Issachar. You know, the sons of Issachar have been heavy on my heart lately. Uh, For those of you that don't know who Issachar was, he was one of the sons uh, of Jacob, born to Leah. You can read about that in the book of Genesis, chapter 35, verse 23. Something very interesting was said about the sons of Issachar. We are told they had an understanding of the times. In fact, in the book of 1 Chronicles, chapter 12, verse 32, we read the following. Of the sons of Issachar, who had understanding of the times, to know what Israel ought to do, their chiefs were 200, and all their brethren were at their command. If you're a student of Bible prophecy in the world today, you can clearly discern the times we are living in. But most of the church has no clue about the times and seasons that God has so clearly laid out for us in His Word. I want to bring to our attention uh, the rebuke Jesus gave to those around Him who were not paying attention to the times during His first coming. In the book of Luke, chapter 12, verses 54 to 56, the Lord Jesus Christ says the following, And He said also to the people, when you see a cloud rise out of the west, straight away you say, you say there cometh a shower, and so it is. And when you see the south wind blow, you say there will be heat, and it cometh to pass. Ye hypocrites, ye can discern the face of the sky and of the earth, but how is it you do not discern this time? So we are told that the sons of Issachar had an understanding of the times. But the people did, did not discern the signs of the times during Jesus' first coming. The people, however, were without excuse to not understand and be watching because over 300 detailed prophecies had foretold that Christ was coming. 
The Old Testament provided a description of the circumstances around which the promised Messiah would be born, the bloodline he would come through, the events that would take place in his life, as well as his death, burial, and resurrection. Jesus Christ fulfilled all of these in his first coming to the earth. It is worth noting that even their rejection of Christ was also prophesied. You can read about that in the book of Isaiah and the book of Psalms. The people could discern by looking at the sky if good or bad weather was coming. But they could not discern the promised coming of their Messiah to be watching and waiting for it. That also sounds similar in our world today, doesn't it? All of the signs Jesus told us to look for to signal his soon return are staring us in the face. And yet the majority of the world could care less and have no clue about what is about to come upon this world. In the book of Luke chapter 21 verse 35, the Lord Jesus Christ says the following, For as a snare it shall come on all them that dwell on the face of the whole earth. Is there a connection between the sun of Issachar and those of us around the world today that are watching for the Lord's return? Recognize the season we are in and know that Jesus Christ is about to rapture his church? I would say absolutely. Again, we are told the sons of Issachar had an understanding of the time, which means they were aware of what time they were living in. We are told very clearly in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 that we, the children of the light, will have an understanding of the time and we will see the day approaching. The Bible also tells us that that, that day should not catch us off guard like a thief in the night. Unfortunately, for the majority of the world, it will catch them off guard because they are not watching. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1-9, to the Apostle Paul reports the following. But of the times and the seasons, brethren, ye have no need that I write unto you. For yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord so cometh as a thief in the night. For when they shall say peace and safety, then sudden destruction cometh upon them as travail upon a woman with child, and they shall not escape. But ye, brethren, are not in darkness, that that day should overtake you as a thief. You are all the children of light and the children of the day. We are not of the night, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as do others, but let us watch and be sober. For they that sleep, sleep in the night, and they that be drunken, are drunken in the night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and love, and fur and helmet, the hope of salvation. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Which one of these two groups do you fall into? Are you like those of the world who blind themselves to the magnificent fulfillment of prophecy as it stares them in the face? Or are you like the sons of Issachar who understood in advance what incredible times they lived in and watched in anticipation? If anyone is watching this that doesn't believe we are living in amazing times and in the season of the Lord's soon return, I implore you to be like the sons of Issachar. Be a Berean and do your due diligence to confirm for yourself what season we are living in. The Lord is coming and he is coming soon. The signs are undeniable and they're right in our face, right here and right now. We have to occupy until the Lord comes. We need to tell people that Jesus Christ is the only way to the kingdom of heaven and he's the only name that can save them. We need to tell them right here and right now to put their faith and their trust in the blood of Jesus right now. They need to believe Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins. He was buried and he rose again. He resurrected on the third day as it is written in the scriptures. And we need to tell them that now. 
because tomorrow is not coming. And make no mistake about it, Jesus is coming. And he's coming one day, very, very, very soon. Keep looking up. Keep watching with me. And God bless you all. You're up. But he showed me that if we stay here longer, we will see people changing into beasts because them changing into beasts is just further, a little bit further ahead. I don't know how, how many weeks or months it is. Okay? And so then at least me, but then at least it were more questions. That's, that's the thing with humans. You give them a piece and, and now comes more questions. Because he's telling me, he has shown me years ago that when we see Russia rise and, 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 be, and launch their missile against the United States, at that very moment when Russia began this World War III, launching their missile against the United States and other countries, 
He takes us out quickly. He show me. I'm standing with the Lord I'm in front of me. Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, beautiful and awesome as he is, standing in front of me, looking to this, my brother and sister, from heaven down to the earth, the mist of coming and the bride being taken out. This is the clear message sign he's given me that I'm waiting for. So me seeing the rise of Russia now and hearing our president, our leader, talking about uh, stopping President Putin, in other words, getting into a... Uh, a nuclear war with Russia, which Jesus is giving me as a, as a sign, taking the bright out. So, you know, a few weeks ago, the Lord and the Father says to me, about a month and a half ago, that it was over. It's over for you, he said. And the Lord confirmed. Father said, the Lord confirmed. Witness are two. And the witness of two of matters is established. That's it. It's established. It's over for us. So, taking us out of here. Awesome. Great. And so we're seeing the signs clear, my brother and sister. So in this vision last night, when he takes me out in the spirit, I'm seeing the bride of Christ in front of me. Those that are repenting daily, that are seeking him, and I can see them, they're ready to come home with the Father, with the Lord home to the Father, to the wedding celebration. And I began to see brothers and sisters from here, the Lord Tower, that I could recognize. And I'm... I'm Imagine how excited I am that I will have here brothers and sisters of my family in the Lord Tower coming home with me in the rash of departure. That's exciting because we'll get to go to the Lord Tower Park up in heaven and sit down and talk about these amazing things of God. It's exciting, my brother and sister. But the Lord wanted to show me, okay, that for us, the bride, there's nothing further we can go. Okay? And when I'm up in the mountain, I see him, the bride of Christ, where everyone is up in the mountain now. And the mountain is so deep below, we cannot go further from where we are. Now I'm like, wow. What does it mean to go all the way up to the mountain? It's the question. Well, Matthew 17 help makes this more clear to us when you go up the mountain. Because the Bible says in Matthew 17 that after six days, Jesus took Peter, Jamie and John, his brother, and brought him up to the high mountain apart. Are you listening to me? Hallelujah. There is nothing hidden. There is nothing new under the sun. My brother, nothing, there's nothing hidden that will not come out to light. There's nothing new under the sun. This is another repetition of what's going to happen to us here. This Jesus, he's the greatest sample. He's the first, he's the firstborn out of the dead. He is the first sample of being changed and transformed into the glorified body. So in order for us to understand what's happening with us, our body being changed into a glorified body, we see first see it in Jesus. Thank you, Father, for Jesus. Okay? So, Jesus brings us these three specific disciples. And, and it's always prophetic. And if you look up, if you look up the, 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 the Bible, the history of these three men, they talked about rational departure more than anyone. My brother and sisters. Peter, we know his writing. James, we know his writing. John, book of Revelation. I mean, come on. 
Come on, these are the three here, a specific apostle, disciple, that will point the bride to that great coming of the Lord. Okay, that's what they did in their work with God. Now they're in heaven. Verse 2, and he was transfigured. Are you listening? Jesus was transfigured. He's the first from the born. If he's going to show us how we are going to be changed, he will show us in himself. Okay? The bride of Christ is about to be changed. I believe in this change of three days of darkness. Because that's what the Lord showed me years ago. That when we get to this point, there will be three days of darkness, and we will come changed and transformed in those three days of darkness. My brother and sister, it will be amazing. It will be amazing. Now, how does this compare to God calling Moses to the mountain? Remember Moses? He was called to the mountain in Deuteronomy 34. My brother and sister. Deuteronomy 34.1. Moses went up to the plain of Moab and to the mountain of Nabal, to the top of Pisgah, that is opposite of Jericho. And the Lord showed him all the land of Galilee as far as Dan, my brother and sister. Okay? Now, in this physical, up to the mountain of Moses, we spiritually, because we're dead in Christ, we're considered dead in Christ. Our transformation, our change is like Christ. Remember? What Christ, Christ changed into his glorified body in front of his apostles, Peter, James, and John. This is how we are going to be changed. We won't be like Moses. Although some people have died like Moses up, up in the mountain. They have died. They were God in heaven. But ours is compared to Jesus. But to give you a second confirmation, because in the... And the witness of truth, a matter is established. So I got to give you the witness of truth. And this is what I'm doing tonight. I thank you, Jesus. So God is showing all this land unto Moses up in the mountain. And all Naphtali in the land of Ephraim and Asses. And all the land of Judah into the outermost sea. And in the south, the plain of the valley of Jericho, the seed of the palm tree, as far as sore. And the Lord said unto him, This is the land which I sore unto Abraham, unto Isaac, unto Jacob, saying, I will give it unto thy to see it with thine eyes, but thou shalt not go over hither. It has to be God's way. You can be as anointed as Moses, but remember, it has to be God's way. This is where people get it wrong. Oh, he's so anointed, brother. That pastor, when he speaks, that minister, when he speaks, he is so powerful. He's so anointed. You just listen to him, you get healed. He is so anointed. He's raising the dead brother of it. Oh, he is. It has to be according to how God wants things to be. Can be anointed. My brother and sisters. But if you, when you go up to the mountain, you have to come up in the obedience of Christ. That's why the bride of Christ is considered like Christ. Cannot be any other way. That's why when Moses goes up to the mountain, there was still unsettled matter with Moses. He did not get God the glory. And God always gets the glory. God can have me here preach thousand years. If I don't give him the glory, that's an unsettled matter. 
Please don't walk with no unsettled matter with God. Give him the glory. Humble yourself with him every day. Yes, we are going home. Hold fear for his own salvation. My brother and sister, please stay humble. Give Jesus the glory. Don't matter how much he uses you. Even if, if you just walk by people and they get healed, like the Apostle Peter, give him the glory. Glorify him. Because if you don't, that's an unsettled man. And you will have to die physically like Moses. Okay? And going out to the mountain like Christ has to be in obedience. Jesus submitted to the Father in obedience. My brother and sister, there was no unsettled matter in Jesus. He walks after God's own heart. Like David. That's why he was called the seed of David. He was like David, like King David. My brother and sister, no unsettled matter. He was obedient. Father asked him to come, walk in obedience, and die on the cross. And he said so to the letter. He came as a lamb. He served God as a lamb. He was beaten, abused. And when he should have like human thinking, opened his mouth, he was quiet. How can you do this to me? Don't you know who I am? I said, I say, he was quiet. Like a lamb, humble. Walked to the cross. Oh, you'll pay for this. Someone else. You'll pay for this. I made sure when I see Father, I'll tell him to bring his fire upon your life. No, he remained quiet. Being insulted, he remained humble, quiet. He gave God the glory. And when it got worse, as they were abusing him, Father, forgive them, because they not know what they do. He didn't make accusation. That's not an accusation. He is pleading for mercy for their own soul. Because those that reject them lost dead, the Bible says. They're going to hell. They're going to the lake of fire. That's what they're in it. He prays for mercy that they may have an opportunity to repent and come to God. He, 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 I mean, like him, no one like him. That's why it's all about him. Not about us at all. So he showed me the bride, my brother and sister, last night. And seeing the bride of Christ that is in the spirit is up there, up in the mountain. And there's nowhere to go. That's what he had told me days, days before. But I didn't understand because we, we need his help always. Or we will be struggling, wandering. My brother and sister, he needs to make things clear for us. So he knew I was struggling. I was talking to him. I was asking him for help, you know, so I can understand this better. And I don't say now that I know anything, but this is what he showed me. And he showed me that in the spirit, we are up in the mountain, and there's nowhere for God for us to go. So in regard to time, in regard to time, there's none left. In regard to being here any longer, we cannot walk any further because we're up high in the mountain. And if you take a step further from where you are, in this race that we've been running, in this walk that he had us on, if you take a step, you fall down. And we're not to be falling down. The world falls down, not the bride. The bride goes up and the world goes down. Sinful goes down, sinner goes down, repentant goes up. It's the way it's been said for a long, long time. 
My brother and sister, the way that the Lord are highest is righteous. So it's been said already. And that's why he was saying to me, that there's, no, there's, not much, there's no further for you to go, in other words. The bride of Christ needs to be out of here any day. Any day. Because there's nowhere for her to go in regards to her race and running. You're up, up in the mountain. And what happened when you go up in the mountain, Matthew 17, 2. He was transfigured before then. That's what happened. You go up on that mountain. You get to that point where you're going to be changed in the twinkling of an eye, the Bible says. You'll be changed in a glorified body when you go up to the end of that mountain. That's the next step for the bride of Christ. The next step. Can you imagine? Spiritually, you're only one step from entering heaven. One single step. One. Because you cannot take a step in the mountain because you're full. My brother and sister, you're only one step away, you and I, from entering heaven. From being changed and being transformed. And that's a, that's a close we are. My brother, and that is exciting. I don't know if this excites you yet or not. It does excite me. I, I've been having this joy, this excitement all morning long since he showed me this. It was so mighty. He took me there. He showed me this. I saw my brothers and sisters. It is exciting that in the spiritual, in the spirit, this is what we are in him. This is what we are. One step away from being changed and being transformed, from being in heaven. My brother and sister, this is exciting. This is exciting. This is exciting. This is so exciting. My brother and sister, the bride is about to disappear. This is why they are threatening Russia. Because President Putin is moving those, those missiles to come this way. And we cannot be here because everything will be destroyed. My brother and sister, they have modified and outdated those nuclear missiles. My brother and sister, so much that they can destroy so much now, so so much land. Whenever they are throw, wherever they are launched now, and they have planned this for so many years. And this is what the Lord showed me years ago that when we get to this point, when those Russian pressos missiles coming this way, we're going. The missiles are coming down. We're going up. We're go, We're here now. Then you hear the news, turn on your news, turn on NBC, CBS, Fox News, CNN, turn it on, turn it on. Am I lying? Am I telling you the truth? Are they not talking about nuclear World War III? That's what's on television, my brother and sister. All over the news, all over the world, anywhere you are in the world, they're talking about this. What do you think it means? The bride disappeared. The bride goes. This is the sign the Lord has given me, my brother and sister. And we know that, this. yes, the media is not telling you the truth. Everything is a lie. They're doing this to provoke Russia. But they are being controlled and manipulated through the nanotechnology that is in their body through the vaccine COVID-19. Let me to go any further. My brother and sister. Okay? So, thank you, Jesus. Praise Jesus. So they're ready. Russia has been ready for years. Okay? and have their own protection against any other nuclear missiles from any other country coming their way. They know how they're going to destroy it in the middle of the sea and they will not get to them. 
They're already ready for that. But it doesn't matter how much they're ready. That's why the Lord God Almighty has given us Ezekiel 38 and Ezekiel 39. My brother and sister. Why? Because there it tells you who is standing ready to go against Israel. Russia and China. There's no more mention of any other country. My brother and sister. Okay? Look at the mistake they made in Ukraine. They gave the Ukrainian all these weapons and missiles in Russia, destroyed on them, and even killed a lot of people from here. And they're not telling you the truth. Someone mentioned this, and it lit me up right away. There was a lot of people sent from here there to help the Ukrainian how to use some missiles and all that. Russia killed those people, and they have not even mentioned that. They only talk about the innocent people, innocent citizens that are dying in Ukraine. Oh, my Lord. But they don't tell you the other people that die, that have been killed for weeks now. No, they don't. It's so sad to lie and mislead that is on television. But that's, that's on them. I don't even want to get into that. That is on them. My matter here is to what the Word of God says. The Word of God tells us that Russia and China are standing when all these other nations are destroyed. And they're standing with the whole army hundreds of thousands of soldiers ready to go against Israel okay God says but God says to Russia and China I am against you God and may God I am against you says the Lord okay because he knows what they're capable of my brother and sister it was God who risen King Nebuchadnezzar and gave him the knowledge and the wisdom and the weaponry knowledge of how to make all those weapons and all that stuff. Same with Russia. And the Chaldeans, the Russians. Okay? It was God who gave them that wisdom. Don't, 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 don't look at it any other way. Okay? Why to punish these other nations for their sins and their disobedience? But then God will destroy them. Because God did destroy King Nebuchadnezzar in his army. Okay? Well, the good thing with King Nebuchadnezzar, he repented. But God did destroy the army of the Chaldeans. They're no more. They have not been anymore for thousands of years. They've been destroyed. God, what he, what he promised, he fulfilled. It may take him and compare to our years a little time, but he fulfilled it 100%. My brother and sister. So God says, so Moses, the servant of the Lord, died. Okay? Deuteronomy 34, 5. The servant of the Lord died there in the land of Moab according to the word of the Lord. Okay? We humble ourselves. We need to humble ourselves and remain humble, repenting. He didn't give God the glory. He died. My brother and sister. In Christ now, we get transformed. He was transformed before them. And his face shone as the sun. His raiment was white as the light. I seen this on redeeming heaven. That have been that walk with the Lord now are in heaven. How do I, how can I describe what I see in heaven that the redeemed are wearing? Well, I seen them shining like the sun, their face shining like the sun. I seen their raiments white as the light is what I'm seeing. Is that biblical? There it is. Matthew 17, 2. True 100%. 100% is true. My brother, that's why I'm so excited. I am so excited. Because just as Jesus was changed, transformed, so are 
we the bride of Christ very soon. This is his promise to us. And God keep his promise. That's what I'm reading you. God keep his promise. My brother and sister. He's not going to. Hallelujah. Tells us, tell us something. And not fulfill it. That's not God. My brother and sister. That's not him. Truth. He is faithful. Everything he has said in his word since the beginning. He has fulfilled. My brother, everything he told us from the beginning, he fulfilled. And he's going to change. Hallelujah. He's going to change us. My brother and sister. Hallelujah. Now, 1 Corinthians 15, 51. Behold, I'll show you a mystery. This is a mystery. Okay? But a mystery that you can read in the Bible. Because Jesus is the first from the dead. So his change, his transformation, show us what's going to happen to you and I. Behold, I'll show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. As long as you have not died physically, and you're still alive by now, if you're still alive tonight, if you're still alive today, right a step before the rapture, that means you were scheduled by God, by the Lord, to be rapture departure. That's what he was showing me last night. The people that are scheduled. When I entered, when he took me there, and I'm seeing these people up in this mountain, I knew the knowledge that these people were scheduled to be there, to this timing, to this hour, to be in change and being transformed. This bride of Christ. Amazing, 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 amazing thing. And we are only one step away, my brother and sister, from being changed. Hallelujah. Because look, when Jesus goes up the mountain, hallelujah, what happened when he takes that step? He was changed before them. And you notice that he is before them. What does that mean? He is in front of them, a few steps ahead of them. They could not take the step he took. They could not, my brother and sister. Because when you take that step of being transformed and you go to the other side, well, the Bible says in John 10 that the sheep can go in and out. They might, he might be able to bring them back. But as he told me, once you go in, you can't come back. That's, that's been the history of it. But he says in John 10 that the sheep can go in and out. My brother and sister. So again, he is in front of them, a few steps ahead of them, in other words. And when he took that step, when he went in front of them, he is beho- before them, step before them. He took the step and he was changed. Because in the order of God, pertaining to what he had created from the beginning, this is how it happened. With the bride is now, the next step of the bride is to be changed, to be transformed. So the step he took to show us that the word of God, how God has said everything. And if you take, if you go up that mountain, 
and you take that step that Jesus took, you will be changed. You will be transformed. So right now, we are like bare stuff. Everyone I saw up in the mountain, you, my brothers and sisters, were standing there. Namaba was taking that step. Oh, but if I ask you, how many of you want to take that step? How many of you want to take that step? I bet you a lot of you will say, I, I, brother, I want to take that step. See, it's all in God's timing. It's all in God's timing. It's all in God's order. Jesus showed us in a taste of what's going to happen to us, being changed and being transformed when we take that step. That's where we are. I saw it. It was right there in front of me. And that's why I can describe it to you. When I see it in Jesus now, I just say, it's all amazing. Everything is in, is in his words. So, hallelujah. He was transformed before him. His face shone. Okay? It's not the first time in the Bible that you see the face of someone shine. Hallelujah. You have this angel whose face shine. When Moses went up to Mount Sinai, the Bible said that, Hallelujah, it came to pass that Moses, this is Exodus 34, 29, and it came to pass that when Moses came down from Mount Sinai with the two tablet testimony in his hand, when he came down from the mount, Moses knew now that the skin of his face shone while he was talking with him. Are you, are you listening to me, my brother and sister? I know a lot of you feel uncomfortable where you are. But you don't need to fear. God, God has told us. He's taking care of us. He's protecting us. You don't need to fear. You don't need to be afraid. If you feel a bit uncomfortable, you never think here. You're up in the mountain with the Lord. At the, at the, at, at the point to take that next step of being changed and transformed. I believe. This is my belief of what the Lord has shown me. That our next step is the three days of darkness. Any day now. I mean, any day. I don't know 10 hours. I wish I knew, but it, maybe it's not even good. Maybe it'll be a sin for anyone to say, I know. I just know it's close. But the signs is showing me. I just don't know when. But it's so close. God saying to me, there's no time left. What do you think that means? I have understand. I have understood it in my spirit. My spirit had grasped of sin by him saying there's no time left. No more time. My brothers and sisters. So Moses comes from up the mountain being with the Lord's God's face. And his face shone, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. And the Bible said that whenever another children I saw Moses, he held the skin of the face of Moses and they were afraid to come nine to him. Why? Because he's looking like an angel, in other words. In our changing, not being transformed, we are made like angels. Jesus, when I was asked about marriage and all that, he said that we will be like angels. So he compared us to angels. Okay? We're going to be like angels in heaven. My brother and sister. So that's exciting. And then, in verse 35, the children of Israel saw the face of Moses, the skin of Moses, the face of Moses put out the veil upon his face, Again, until he went to speak with him. So he used a veil, like a something to protect his own face. My brother insisted. So, that, so to make it easy, I believe it was. Hallelujah. 
praise you, Jesus. So that face shining, it's, 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 I believe, my brother and sister, hallelujah, is, is looking like an angel. That's what I believe it is. They look like an angel when this happens, my brother and sister. And so I believe that oh, looking like the Lord's, Hallelujah. Looking like God. Looking spiritual. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. So 1 Corinthians 15, 52. And a moment, and a twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. Okay? For the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall rise, and corruptible, and we shall be changed. The last trumpet that will sound among the children of Israel was to March. Take the next step. The last trumpet that will sound among the children of Israel was to take the next step to move. Right now we're still. Be still and know that I am the Lord, God says. Right now we're still, knowing the Lord. And when that last trumpet sound was for them to move, take the next step. But when we take the next step, we're going to be changed. We're going to be transformed into a glorified body. Since the Lord has promised the last reign, the last revival to us, the bride of Christ. Since He has promised the last revival, I believe, as the Lord has shown to me before also, that when we take the next step and we are changed and we are transformed, we then are used for a little season, short season, to be used in the revival. Okay? Mightily. It has to be this way, I believe, down here, because nuclear weapon may be going off at the same time. My brother and sister. Now, I don't think that we're going to see the nuclear weapon. Although he showed me it was so close, we are taking out the nuclear weapon happens. But I believe before they are released this way, we're going to get to evangelize whosoever he wants. And then, when they press those missiles, we're out of here. Okay? I hope the Lord will explain more to me in regards to this. And, and the revival going on. Because I desolate the nation and really in chaos why we were doing revival. So the question is, does the word begin before we go out or we go on and the word begin? It's hard to say. Because we know that the earthquake in California is coming. The eastern tsunami is still coming. And then we know the word in Israel will also come. Basically do it in the same timing. So the question is, my brother and sister, all these things going up. I know because I'm in the by the eastern part of the United States, we will experience well not so much where I am, but we will experience in, in, in the major city I feel like in Charlotte, um, destruction by the tsunami. Okay? So the question is Experiencing this destruction by the tsunami, 
then and then experiencing the change the transformation and we got to go out and evangelize because I did see myself ourselves moving helping people during this awful time of judgment coming up here the eastern part of the United States so there's still things that you know it might be in regard to timing we don't understand we don't need to understand the timing and we in reality, where God has said everything to be so, but it's just what He has shown us. Okay, um, and Brother was telling me that He death fell. I believe He says uh, by word. Word was. Uh, brother was telling me He had a dream like word was happening, a word was happening. Okay, and then thank you for that. Uh, walking the truth says that. I saw a huge, a huge wave coming over New York City after nuke. I, were you sure that it was the nuke that, that created the, the, the huge wave, the tsunami? Because that, that's a tsunami that you're seeing. You were sure in your spirit, you had that assurance from the Lord uh, that that's what's happening? Because, you know, in the spirit, the Lord gives you that knowledge, that understanding this is happening because of this. Because I did mention that Russia do have missiles. And I believe they are nuclear missiles that also will cause mighty tsunami against any country and also mighty earthquake. Okay, amen. Thank you for that. Yes, taken up to heaven and I saw four angels. So, okay, it was taken up to heaven now. Uh, right afterward is, is what I'm, under, I'm trying to understand. When you had that dream and you saw that tsunami coming in New York City, and now you're telling me you saw angels after that, it was... Then you were taken up in the rapture right after it happened. That's what you're saying. Okay? Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. So, you know, we, we, you know, the Lord will show us these things and then we'll have more questions. And then, yes, we got to trust the Lord and wait on the Lord. It's basically what we need to do. Pray and ask the Lord, uh, help me understand this more. Okay? A lot of people focus on the timing. Okay, you were taken to a crystal-like ship. Okay. Hallelujah. Yes. That's true. Thank you, Brother Strada. Uh, maybe underwater nuke can cause tsunami. They got actually specific. Russia has a specific miss to cause the tsunami. And then, you know, the one that I saw online that they were testing is not necessarily a nuclear weapon because... Um, thank you, Ezra. Um... Let me read what she said. What Ezra said. I had a dream about New Orleans being flooded and destroyed, brother. Okay. It was all over the bridge, destroyed to leave New Orleans too. Amen. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Yes. Please, today, Bible study, please share your dream. I'll, I'll just tell the people while you're telling me there in the chat room. Amen. So, it's hard to know uh, because... I, the, the only thing I know is that when the three three signs the Lord has given me, which are on YouTube, happens, right after that, we come home, we go home. The bride goes home. And how much of it we're going to see, I don't think it's much, though. I don't think. I knew at one time in the revelation of the Lord that shortly, shortly, like weeks, 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 church, weeks, before weeks, five weeks, after the, the judgment and all this happened, the bride disappeared. Basically what I saw. But again, no one knows the day and hour. I got to keep saying this because people focus on timing. 
Never focus on timing. Remember what God says, no man knows the day and hour. That's very important. But you look at the signs. Yes, look at the signs. The signs. Because He's given us signs. Before these things happening, the signs are already, my brother and sister, are happening. This happening with Russia, a clear sign that we're about to be taken up, the bride of Christ. Okay, which is awesome. It's exciting that we are just one step away from going home, being changed. Now, after we are changed, this is the question. How soon are we going home after we are changed? Not right away. Not right away. And I say this because when Jesus was changed, my brother and sister, he went out to preach again and all. He, he, he still kept doing God's work. But it was closer for him to being crucified, though. Okay, because now this is Matthew 17. And, and, and after this, it's so close for him to being crucified, my brother and sister. Okay? So, behold, after Jesus would change his face, look at the sun, his raiment was white as the light. And behold, there appeared unto them Moses, Elisha, talking with him. And Moses and Elisha are in heaven. They are in heaven. So, in another word, everything heaven and earth at that very moment when he would change, he was totally connected with heaven and earth. It was right there. He could talk with them. The other day when he allowed me, he gave me that experience where I turned back from heaven. I, 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 when I took my step and I went through that door, I felt like I was walking from earth into heaven. And it all happened so quickly. It's just in a blink of an eye. The Bible says, in an opening of an eye. Opening, up, closed and opening. It's just so quickly. My brother and sister. And this is one reason why, how can you time something that happened in an opening of your eyes? You can't. Because it's faster than a second or millisecond. So you can't time it. And that's what God's been telling us. Don't, don't think that you will know the day or the hour when these things will happen. You won't be able to, because these are spiritual things. God can do these things so, so quickly. Like God can have these three judgments happen quickly. The, this word with, 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 with my brother and sister with Russia, it's here. And you can see all these news reporters. They're all singing the same song against President Putin. Fox News, CNN, they all, NBC, CNBC, they're all singing the same song, my brothers. They're all coming against President Putin. Why? Because they're being manipulated to the vaccine. That's what they wanted. That's what the elite wanted. They got the people under their control when they got vaccinated. They hate that they're being injected now through their mind, their brain. They can't stop themselves. They cannot. They cannot stop themselves from hating Russia, President Putin. That's why everybody keeps saying, oh, we need to stop this. Need to stop. Everyone's saying the same song, saying nonsense and foolishness. Not really knowing the reason for all these things. That the what they're calling upon themselves by saying that it's destruction upon themselves. And that's what the devil wants. The devil wants them to cry out, woof, woof, woof. To provoke President Putin to launch those missiles and destroy humanity. Because you know how the millions that are going to die quickly? The devil and his demons will be celebrating this victory. Because to them it's a great victory. They get to have all the souls. 
Hallelujah. That's so sad. It's the fact of the matter. This is happening. My brother and sister. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. He was very, he, and he buried him in a valley in the land of Moab, over again, Vespeor, but no man knows the sepulcher until this day. No one knows what the body, the body of Moses was buried. Literally, but someone thought he was very smart. A fallen sheriff and looked to see what God told him and went to get him. Satan went to get Moses' body. But Michael was given the charge to protect the body of Moses. Because when God asked in the book of Joel, Satan, where do you come from? And Satan answered from going to and fro. He was checking, Satan had checked every inch of this earth up and down. My brother and sister. So that's why when God buried Moses, no human being can find it. But the devil, as he goes up and down shaking everything, he knows where all the gold diamonds is at this earth. He knew, he saw what God put him. But what he disregarded was that Michael had an order to protect that body. And the, the, the archangel Michael doesn't take nonsense from the devil. He was not going to stand there and let the devil take the body. Even though in position and high rank, the devil had a higher rank than Michael. But when God doesn't matter how small you are, gives you an order to protect something or someone, your child, or your daughter, or your son, you don't go to the park and let them play, and you go, and you go on your iPhone, on your cell phone, and you forget about your child, and when you open up your eyes, it's stolen from you. Okay? You're going to have to answer God. You're going to have to answer God. Because God, when He gave you that gift, the children are, in the book of Proverbs, gift of the Lord. You are responsible as a, te- as a caretaker to protect your children. You don't leave them out of your sight. You don't go on yourself and play in your, your, your video games. And forget about your children where people can steal them from you and you will not even know. That is a great, a great act, hallelujah, of disobedience. You're not taking care of your children, a great irresponsibility in your part. Mother, father, okay? Take care of your children. Take care your children or you will have to answer your creator okay you will have to answer your creator and what oh god i was on my cell phone and i was playing this game that i was so entertained by it excuse me excuse me okay you're not you you probably were doing that but how do you answer that back to god as your child was stolen because you were playing game on your cell phone no be responsible before God. Please. So important. I warn people ago, he on the Lord Tower in Spanish and in English. And there was a few people that, that got mad because I say those things. And this mother who used to listen to me, I said to the people, and I will say it again, stop putting your children Facebook pictures and celebrations. And when you go to the park days and hours on Facebook, and if your cell phone 
for any reason is doing that, you may need to delete Facebook on your, on your cell phone. Okay? But there are ways, look it up on YouTube, where you can unprogram your cell phone for putting everything you do on Facebook. This is very important. Please. This mother has beautiful daughter, beautiful daughter. And I advise them to stop putting their picture on Facebook. She got mad. She didn't want to hear it. And her daughter got stolen about a month and a half after I said these things. And until this day, it's been three years, her daughter has not been found yet. Okay? Her daughter has not been found. And it, you know how they stole her daughter? Because she shared it on Facebook. She went to the park. She got entertained and let her play. And she don't know how or who. They took her daughter. But it was because they tracked her through Facebook or whereabouts the day and hour she would go to the park with her daughter. And she knew the day she would be at the park and her daughter would be playing. She was busy doing her things sitting on her bench and they took her daughter and until this day she had not seen her daughter it's been over three years ago and a month and a half before she heard me saying not to be posting okay like the day you go to the park the day you celebrate the day this and that on Facebook that is a nonsense and a foolishness and people are tracked and people are robbed People are killed, women are abused, and so much more through Facebook. They find out, even through Christ, but Facebook has been the most. Please, my brother and sister, please, okay, don't let them get you through your own device, okay, because these devices are wicked. The demons that are on the iPhone, Android, Zeri is a demon. They're all demons. The Lord showed me this. Show me. Not just told me. He showed me the demon. I saw Siri the demon. It is a demon. Nothing else but a demon. I was stunned. And God, he showed me this when I'm sleeping because I will fall off my bed easily. My brother and sister. I'm telling you. It is just stunning the thing he, he shows you. My brother and sister, stunning. Now, she did show me the other night something amazing. I saw brothers and sisters, my brother and sister, yes, they do listen to you. And every time I talk about them, they, 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 they ask me, what do I want? They know what I want. For them to be quiet, but they don't say quiet anyway. Brothers and sisters, my wife and I both had the same dream the other night. And I didn't mention this on Sunday. I did put it in, in, the, in the chat room, but I didn't say this. And before I forget, I want to say this. And it's that I was seeing people and the great and the great tribulation when the Lord took me to using flashlights against these attention against a demon, even then the changing or changing into beast. My wife said she, she told me it was the one that changed into beast where you can directly put the flashlight to the eye and blind them, blind them. Tactical, remember this word, tactical flashlight. They're very powerful and strong. 
to be used against this beast. If you see, if, this is for those that are staying behind. And there's a lot of people staying behind. Okay, I don't know if you can use garlic, but you can use the flashlight. Okay, so you're like, what kind of vampire blood? Because when I said that you can put a stick and get through the heart of the werewolf, I know it made a lot of people laugh. I'm like, really, oh, you're confusing a vampire with werewolves. <laughs> werewolves, you kill them with a silver bullet. Vampire, you use a, a, a stick to their heart. And you said that you can kill a werewolf with a stick to their heart, but then brother, brother Benjamin had asked God, and he said yes. Yes. Um, the other thing I knew, which I also shared the Lord a few months ago, you can tie one of these beasts with steel wire and chain, and chain, before they change. I mean, you can talk to a person or be a normal person before you and say, well, you're going to change in an hour or two. Can I tell you what to change so you don't be going up about killing other people? And as you're... If the person is a, is a, is a person that don't like to kill other people, eat other people, okay, that, you know, that, it will probably agree to that, okay? So just for those that will, be, that will find themselves in those, with those problems, holy oil, you might be able to use it. I don't know specifically about using it. I know you can anoint your property. Um can anoint your property, yourself, your family, your room, house, okay? even your cell phone. I don't know how many of you are taking oil and anoint your cell phone because demon comes to you. Demon attacks you to your cell phone, your television. I anoint them too. Rebuke this demon. Believe me, you get peace through it. Amen. So, hallelujah. I don't want to forget anything. That's why if you have any question, ask. Okay? But do, yes, I believe you can use holy oil. Amen. Not holy water, holy oil. Okay? Holy water is for the Catholic, other things, but holy oil is totally different. It's biblical. I, I don't remember reading about holy water in the Bible. Okay? Garden against vampires. <laughs> I don't know about that one. That, that must be just in the Hollywood movie. Okay? But you could... Um, you should stick to the heart against the werewolf and kill him. Now, my brother and sister, commanding demons to go in the name of the Lord. It might work. It might work. Okay? It might work. That's it. Okay, yes, it works. It works, yes. Works. Yes. Lord, is that what you're saying, Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Because I just heard that. the Lord saying, yes, yes, yes. Okay. I, I didn't know that. That's new to me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. He said, yes. So I didn't know that. I didn't know this. I, I'm just finding out in the great tribulation. I didn't know you can use the name of the Lord. Say, yes. Thank you, Lord. Wow. The things you learn. Okay. Amen. So, yes, you can. That's new to me. Because your thing is in the great tribulation, the Holy Spirit's not on earth anymore, you know, and, and the power is the Holy Spirit, so how would that work? But the Lord said, yes, you can. So there goes. Something new I just learned that I didn't know. 
<laughs> he, he has to tell me in order to so I tell you I don't know my brother he has to tell me he has to reveal it to me I don't know I don't know I'm learning by today with him and teaching me my brother and sister this is the awesome thing hallelujah so the stick to the hard work against the world but here's the problem if, if that person who you you might be putting the stick to the heart is your family. You don't want to kill them because then how's the soul going to come out of hell at the end and get back to the body when, especially if you're praying for this person. So you want to avoid killing your werewolf or your beast, brother or sister, father, mother, daughter, or son. You don't want to kill them. You don't want to put a stick to the heart because that, that, that will be terrible for them. Okay? And the other part is, if they will elude them and they won't die, then they may be on the ground in pain. That's possible. But they will be bleeding out. So the the, the five foot by six, is, is, I still don't turn them into beasts. And thank you for that question about the zombie. I don't know, and this is something Lord help me, but I don't know. I don't know. Sincerely, I will tell you this. Again, I'm gonna the way I saw it, and the way I have experienced it, and the way the Lord has revealed it to me. Pfeiffer by seeing change the beast. Okay, beast. The the Moderna changed them, changed them into werewolf. The Johnson and Johnson changed them into a two-headed beast, and the Astronastanica changed them into flying bird. I don't know which other by seeing changed them into zombie. I don't know. Okay? It could be the outcome of some of them changing into something. I don't know which might seem. But here's another thing. Of the nuclear weapons, and this is this we will have to ask the Lord. This nuclear weapon has to do with these monsters changing into something because of the Contamination, radiation, and then they change into zombie. There's something that I will, I will probably have to pray about, my brother and sister. Okay? There's something I don't know, and it's difficult to uh, say, but we can always ask the Lord to reveal it to us, to help us understand where, where do these zombies come from, because... Hallelujah. The crossroad caused them to become something. Okay. See if you have to say something like that. It's a change. We know it's there. We know that these by seen all of them, all of them, will change the DNA. That we know. That's why their soul gets to be removed, because of the change of the DNA. But the question is that we don't know. How are they changing to some? I saw them changing into beasts. Even after four or five years into the Great Tribulation, they're changing into werewolf, beast. Because I saw, I saw my two high school best friends in New Jersey that are in Orlando, Florida right now. Change one into a...